0: This is a Squiz podcast, We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Siobhan Moran McFarlane. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday, the 13th of October. In your Squiz today, having fun with the census, Ukraine asks Australia for help, the top Aussie universities and the fattest bear of them all. This is your Squiz today. Claire, for those who were locked down last August, you might remember that completing the census was a welcome or not change to the evening routine of telly, eat, sleep. If it was a highlight of your COVID-restricted 2021, you'll be keen to hear about the new insights released yesterday by the Bureau of Statistics.
1: Yeah, so to recap, the Census is Australia's largest statistical collection of information so that officials and businesses and others can get a handle uh, on the population and that helps them plan for the future. Uh, This is the second batch of insights released by the Bureau of Stats uh, and it focuses on work and study. On education, most adults have gained a qualification since leaving school. There's 51.7% of people aged over 15 years who have completed a certificate, a diploma, or a degree. Uh, In fact, you have to have a PhD these days if you really want to impress. Uh, And on the work front, four out of every 10 workers are in healthcare, retail, construction, or education. Uh, On the home front, women with full-time jobs were twice as likely to do the housework. uh, And that goes up to three times for women who are part-timers. So those are just a couple of things. There's a lot more in what's been released, of course.
0: Yes, that's the meat and potatoes, if you like. But let's talk about the dessert, Claire, because there were some really fun facts that came out of this data. One that caught my eye was that a booming industry that's grown by 240% since the last census in 2016 is distilling booze and gin in particular.
1: Yep, that's a lot of growth. <laughs> uh, the fastest growing qualification was security science, and given the recent focus on cybersecurity, that seems like a really smart career choice. Uh, at the opposite end of the spectrum is video and media rental hiring. Uh, that employs 160 people across Australia, and it's kind of surprising <laughs> that there's that many, to be honest. Uh, and Shavon, there's a new type of citizen who works studies has caring responsibilities, they do housework and they volunteer. Uh, They're called Super Australians and there's 7,593 of them.
0: And if all of that isn't enough to satiate your data-loving self, the good news is that more info from the census will continue to be released until mid-2023. So lots more fun to be had. Moving overseas, Claire, and as concerns rise over Russia's attacks in Ukraine this week, President Volodymyr Zelensky has asked for Aussie military help to train new members of his country's defense force, something that Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is considering.
1: If Australia does help, Albanese says that they won't go to Ukraine. Uh, What they'll do is they'll head to the United Kingdom where they'll work alongside other trainers, including from New Zealand and from Canada. Uh, Meanwhile, US President Joe Biden yesterday said that Russian President Vladimir Putin, uh, and this is the quote, totally miscalculated uh, how the invasion of Ukraine would be received, Uh, but he doesn't believe that they'll use nuclear weapons.
0: That's a pretty different tune to last week when Biden said the Russian president was quote, not joking when he raised nuclear threats. So it seems there are some mixed messages about what might happen next. Returning to education, Claire, if you're interested in how your university stacks up against the world's best, the Times Higher Education World University Ranking Report released yesterday tells you exactly where you sit if you went to one of those that made the top 100 list.
1: Yeah, this list is very influential and it's judged on teaching, research, uh, international outlook and something they call knowledge transfer, which is the actual imparting of knowledge from teacher to student. And when it comes to Australia, Melbourne Uni is top ranked. It comes in 34th internationally. Uh, Then for Australian Unis, it's Monash, uh, which internationally was 44th, Uh, Uni of Queensland, which was 53rd. Uh, Sydney Uni, which was 54th, uh, and the Australian National University, Siobhan, you and I both went there, (laughs) Uh, that came in at 62nd, so that rounds out the top five of Aussie unis.
0: Perhaps unsurprisingly, the top five spots overall are hogged by UK and US institutions, starting with Oxford, Harvard, Cambridge, Stanford, and then Massachusetts Institute of Technology, better known as MIT. So maybe if you get that PhD we were talking about earlier from any of those, you can feel really extra smug. <laughs> Claire, there were so many tributes yesterday for Angela Lansbury. She was one of the last surviving stars of Hollywood's golden age. Her family said she died peacefully in her sleep at the age of 96. And I have to say, I'm personally really gutted.
1: Yeah, she was just one of those really bright stars, wasn't she? And she was born in London in 1925. She moved to the United States during World War II and she went on to forge a seven-decade-long acting career. Uh, She received two Oscar nominations by 21 years of age. Uh, That was for Gaslight and for The Picture of Dorian Gray. Uh, And she was a roaring success on Broadway. Uh, But it was really her starring role as Jessica Fletcher in that iconic crime series, Murder, She Wrote, uh, that saw her win international acclaim uh, from the 1980s.
0: Despite many of us growing up with and loving her work, there is still a lot you might not know, including that she's former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull's cousin. And if that wasn't enough, you can also check out her exercise video, Positive Moves, on YouTube. It's actually very soothing for an exercise vid, so I'll post a link to that in your episode notes. Claire, it's the moment you've been waiting for all week, maybe even all year, because (laughs) the winner of Fat Bear Week has finally been crowned. Now, just to recap, it's an annual contest held by Alaska's Katmai National Park and Preserve, and the public is invited to vote for their favourite chunky brown bear before they head into winter hibernation. And this year, there was a surprising last minute controversy twist.
1: (laughs) It was international news. I can hear the cynicism in your voice, Siobhan. (laughs) But this was big news yesterday, and that's because Bear 747 was almost out of the final until they did a recount of the semis and saw that his competitor got a lot of support from spam accounts. But 747 rallied and went on to win the comp. Uh, He's thought to be one of the biggest brown bears on earth with all of his 635 kilogram heft. Uh, So it's a win for him. Uh, And it's another win for Katmai, which has done it again in terms of raising awareness of the work that they do in protecting these amazing creatures.
0: Is he called 747 because he's the size of a plane? Is that what it is?
1: <laughs> no, I think it's just a tagging number. Nothing <laughs> quite that dramatic.
0: Okay. Can we be done talking about fat bears now, please? Because this has just dominated our office chat for way too long. They're very cute, but we need to move on for this year at least, please. <laughs> Speaking of controversy in animal comps, Claire, there's been outrage in New Zealand where their hugely popular bird of the year poll is underway. But in a shock move, the reigning champion has been barred from competing this time around.
1: Yeah, this is a hugely popular competition and there's anger over the kakapau's hiatus from running this time around. Uh, It's the world's fattest parrot. Uh, It's also a two-time winner of this competition, but the organisers have decided to make way this year for birds that they say, and this is the quote, uh, may have been overshadowed by their flashier, chonkier and louder cousins.
0: (laughs) We have a lot in common, the kakapo and I (laughs) You know, and I'm not just talking about the size, as I was once cruelly denied the chance to enter a competition because I'd won too many years in a row. It was the 1990s and my mother and I had won the Easter Bonnet Parade (laughs) once too often. That is a true story.
1: All I know is I want to see the pictures from that I have them. Bring them in. I want to see.
0: (laughs) That's it from us today, but we'll be back tomorrow to see out your week. So chat to you then.